it's changed my entire life in how I look at things because it makes, it's a practice really the way I see it of stepping into your soul and living as your soul and experiencing as what that feels like to be a spirit. It opens up an entirely new perspective on life because then you start to think of it like this world is not the, the main thing, the whatever's happening in your internal world, in your internal journey and in the worlds that are within yourself and the universes that are inside of you and inside of your own mind, that that really is like what we're supposed to, to be doing here in a sense is like remembering what it's like to actually be a spirit, to be a soul and to be a soul that's having this human experience. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to The Awaken Podcast, a show on which we have expansion of invoking conversation to assist you and the planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher planes of awareness, purpose, and potential. If you are a returning listener, welcome back, Ascenders. And for those of you that may be tuning in for the very first time, I want to welcome you to the ascending journey. What do you say we continue down the rabbit hole? Or should I say up? What do you say we continue to ascend up the rabbit hole that we've ventured into? The seeker in you may be inspired to discover more. I know the seeker in me is as well in my own growth, but also to support you in yours. And in this episode of Awaken, we continue up the rabbit hole that we've inched toward and into with my good friend, Paul Tokagoglu. That only took me about five takes to get, by the way. Probably still have it wrong. Because in episode 34 of Awaken, Paul first joined us to begin to explore the area of hermetic philosophy, which is, if you're unaware or haven't heard that episode, a ancient school of esoteric teachings that heavily relate to many of the teachings and ideas being spoken about in spiritual spaces that you've come across today. If you ever heard the phrase, as above, so below, many would attribute this to the law of correspondence, which is one of the seven great hermetic principles that is spoken about. Needless to say, there's a deep rabbit hole waiting to be explored here and in this one we continue down it we astral travel down it because this is astral travel 101 if you're unfamiliar with this term 
astral traveling. Some use it interchangeably with the term astral projection or out-of-body experiences or induction. If you have ever heard of lucid dreaming, this relates as well. Astral traveling is said to be the experience of our soul, our spirit, our essence, traveling alternate different dimensions and realms of experience. And Paul would say that this is something that all of our souls are doing, especially so when we are sleeping in these incarnations. But what if we could with intention choose to do this? What if we can willingly and consciously explore these alternate realities? What if we can become conscious of these types of experiences? What would we discover? What would we learn? What could we experience if this were possible? This is what astral traveling, the practice of astral traveling, is all about. And if this were possible, it may come with a host of different benefits. This may be an opportunity to gain insight into our souls, to evolve, and to adventure into more. If you're feeling any sort of interest, curiosity, around this area about this topic and if you're interested in hearing from someone who claims to have first-hand experience with this practice well I invite you to continue on with us in this episode of Awaken because this is Astral Traveling 101 but before we jump into this one If you've heard the call to serve a higher purpose, if you've felt it in your heart that you got something greater to give, and you're just seeking a little bit of clarity around what this might look like, what that might, next step might be, what your purpose is, well, the Ascend Academy's activation process is designed to activate in a light worker their higher purpose. You'll come out of this process with greater clarity, confidence in your knowing and on your path. If you're ready to get started with this process, I invite you to head on over to academy.togetherreascend.com to initiate your activation. What do you say? We start to venture deeper down this rabbit hole with Paul Tokogozoglu. All right, all right. I think we might be. I know that we are. La! Back for another episode of the Awaken Podcast. And back joining us once again, my boy. All right, I'm going to try this. Huh? Paul Tokogozoglu. Dude, close enough. You're close. <laughs> it's Tokyo Zolu. 
Paul T is with us. <laughs> Paul T is a is a close one. <laughs> do you have any nicknames? What do you say? Do you have any nicknames? Um, I've had many nicknames over the years, man. Like um, when I was in the army, I had a lot of really interesting ones. One of the one of the best was Alphabet Soup. Another one was uh, Toko was a good one like for sure. Toko. Um, I've had a lot. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I would <laughs> love to ask you the alphabet soup story, but I know we're a little bit short on time today. You it's know a what? Good one. We're going to set this intention. If you're with me here, one okay. day we're going to set up a podcast with unlimited time before us. And that sounds good. we're going to just, we're going to go down the rabbit hole and we're going to go everywhere because I think you and I can cover a lot of ground. I believe it, man. I believe it. Thanks for having me here. The last time that we chatted and did kind of an impromptu podcast, it was a real blessing. <laughs> and I had a really good time, man. So thank you so much. And I'm really uh, was excited that you would invite me back. 100 percent man. I, I don't think this will be the last time either. But anyways, again, negative. I know there's like, <laughs> we can we can sit here, chill, and talk all day, but being that again, I know that we have a little bit of a cutoff. I want to jump right into the topic. Please. We are talking astral travel 101, and I'm glad to have someone that I sense has a good bit of experience from what I've seen in you and what you've shared. Would you say that this is the case? I would say that given what I've learned about astral travel, um, it's something that we do every night is, is the real answer there is that when you're dreaming, you're astral traveling, when you're doing the, the phenomena that we call lucid dreaming or something along those lines, that's really what you're doing is you're getting into that kind of same, uh, same modality that you're entered into when we're practicing something like astral travel or astral projection or something of that variety. Um, and I just want to be really clear here with anyone who's listening, like I've been practicing astral travel for about two, a little over two years. And um, I have had plenty of experiences with it and I've had, it's really changed my life. Um, but I know people, people who have done it for over 20 years. Like it's a, it's one of those things where when you start to really learn about it and get into it, you learn just how deep it all goes and how deep the rabbit hole of these things really go. But um yeah. Um, so I guess that's kind of a really long answer to your question, but I think everyone, I think everyone does it, if that makes sense, but it's uh, astral traveler is someone who learns how to do that when they're awake. And, mm -hmm. um, but it's, but it's almost like you're falling into that asleep state, uh, just on demand. I hope that's an answer to your question. I just want to be real clear about kind of what we're talking about. <laughs> so it gets really think... confusing these days. <laughs> I think it's really important that you bring up the point that we are all likely, if not all doing this, um, in our sleep. But what I'm referring to here, of course, is consciously making the choice to to practice this and be in the intention of of in in your waking life, setting forth to to consciously astral travel this of course is not something that the average person is doing um nor do i think many people currently have the ability to do um as it seems you've been able to do um but 
first let's actually lay some groundwork here what is your definition to astral travel what does this mean to you basically practicing an ability to enter different states of consciousness or different dimensions for lack of a better word within your waking state within your meditation practice but again if you're someone who's had a really vivid dream lately and you felt like you know it's something that had a really powerful symbolic meaning for you like it's that's that's astral travel the practice that i'm referring to is when you're like you said getting into that state when you're awake but i guess the reason why i wanted to make it really clear is because i know people who are really into lucid dreaming like my girlfriend is a really avid lucid dreamer for lack of a better term but the experiences that she has are really similar to the ones that I have when I'm practicing astral travel while I'm awake. But I also have those experiences too when I'm asleep and she has those experiences too when she's awake. It's just for her more common when she's sleeping, for me more common when I'm awake and I'm practicing my meditation. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, and I know people who would do a lot of both, like, but it's the, but it's the same, you're pra- the same experience. Like you're entering the same realm you're entering the same dimension just kind of like how if we both took mushrooms we would both go to the psychedelic realm but if you took mushrooms before bed you might have some trippy dreams whereas if i well you probably wouldn't be able to sleep actually if you took mushrooms before bed but let's say hypothetically you took mushrooms and fell asleep right away somehow that uh you get what i'm saying like it's a similar thing i guess from a from a uh, perspective of what are we dealing with here? It's the ability of accessing different realms, different states of, of human consciousness, mm-hmm. stuff like choosing, that. choosing to travel through these dimensions and realms. Yeah, I'd say whether you are doing it awake or asleep, it's the same it's the same practice. Thing. Now the it's a thing. skill to be able to consciously do this or yes. consciously choose to walk into this. Now and, I think yes. I know your answer to this, but um, you would you differentiate this to wake induced lucid dreaming at all uh how would you define wake induced lucid dreaming so like when you wake I, up based on your answer it's the exact same thing to me and that's been my notion of it as well um lucid dreaming for those that may not even be aware is becoming aware of your that you're dreaming while you're dreaming and that allows you to actually take control of your dream and what's happening in in that space, which isn't all that different than the physical reality that we're living in. It just right. becomes, um, I guess you can say one typically has an easier time controlling their reality um, and that what that which we perceive outside of ourselves in a lucid dream than, than in our physical realities. Um, so... In coming to awareness that you're dreaming while you're dreaming, and we were able to take control of that dream. Wake-induced lucid dreaming is simply a technique that is taught where instead of, so there's two ways that this can happen. This can happen while you're in a dream already, and then you realize you're dreaming, which is something I've actually had quite a bit of experience with. Yeah. Um, But then there's a technique that people do where they go down, they lay down, go to bed and say, 
I'm going to lose the dream now. And I'm going to come into this in-between state of being asleep, right? Not being attentive or aware of this physical reality, but continuing to maintain awareness through that transition into the dream. Is that not? Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it. That's what I do. Like, that's what I call astral travel. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've heard it called many things by many people over hundreds of years, like spirit sight is another thing I've, I've heard. Or, yeah, spirit sight. Like, that's what a lot of times it's called in, um, in uh, old books uh, from hundreds of years ago. Or second sight or something of that variety. Or spirit vision. Um different things, you know, like, but it's kind of this idea of being able to close your eyes on this, on this realm, on this dimension of reality, whatever this is, and then open your eyes in those other dimensions in those other realms. And, uh, someone listening to this might, who maybe has studied sleep science before might say, Oh, they're just lucid dreaming. They're just getting into that state where they're falling asleep and you're having a crazy experience. And someone like me would say, yes, but what I'm suggesting is that when you are lucid dreaming, you are entering into these other dimensions, that that is what's happening, that that is the, you know, from, I guess, a metaphysical perspective or a, but I guess it goes beyond metaphysical because I'm trying to talk more about, I don't know, quantum science in a sense, like this, this idea of different dimensions even existing at all. Um, but that the, um, People like me have practiced astral travel for a while. Uh, say there's an astral realm that exists, you know, above this one, and there's different realms even higher than that, all going back closer and closer to source. And um, yeah, it's, but it's all the same thing, you know, in a sense. It's lucid dreaming, astral travel, astral projection, these different things. It's all about being able to do it consciously and under willpower and on demand. And also, um, do other people recognize it? Do other people see you is, is really kind of the, the you know, how, that's kind of what differentiates the practitioners, I guess you could say, is um, a, someone who has perfected their ability to energetically project themselves so much that you and I might actually see them here in front of us. Um, and that's what we might call astral projection where they are actually appearing you know someone is appearing before you as talked about in the bible or or seen in star wars movies or sci-fi movies and things like that um but that is really just a from my you know in my opinion a more advanced extreme intense version of what you're practicing when you're doing lucid dreaming um it's just an order of magnitude of someone who's a master versus a new student essentially. Mm-hmm. Now, I think another big um, difference in how different people may be approaching or thinking about this is, I think, as you mentioned, um, some people who are, are practicing lucid dreaming are still or are in the, the belief and perspective that it's still just a dream that's happening inside their mind. And really has no connection to 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 anybody else i know i'm i'm sure there's people who are practicing lucid dreaming who are still approaching it as this oh i'm i'm 
going into it uh, to to create this dream, but it's still just a dream, whatever we want to, however we want to think of that. Now, where you come in and teach us astral travel 101 and why we even have you here in the first place is I think we're both in the belief that what can be accessed, the dimensions, the realms that can be accessed through this practice is very, let's use the word real. And there's benefit to be had in this. And that's what I want to ask you. What have you personally gotten out of this practice? It changes, it's changed my entire life in how I look at things because it makes, it's a practice really the way I see it of stepping into your soul and living as your soul and experiencing as what that feels like to be a spirit. And it just sets your, it's a, it opens up an entirely new perspective on life. Um, and because then you start to think of it like this world is not the, the main thing, the whatever's happening in your internal world, in your internal journey, and in the worlds that are within yourself, and the universes that are inside of you and inside of your own mind. Um, that's way more exciting and way more interesting a lot of times than whatever's happening in the in in this physical world. Um, and that doesn't mean that you get to disassociate from this world and you get to go and, you know, stop paying your bills and you get to do whatever. But it's more just the idea that um, that that really is like what we're supposed to, to be doing here in a sense is like remembering what it's like to actually be a spirit, to be a soul and to be a soul that's having this human experience. And it's just a daily reminder of like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a spiritual being. Like this is not, this physical reality is not the only thing that exists. There's a lot more going on here. There's a lot more than, than just what we can see. And it's not just, and the, the minute that you really start to have these experiences, it really starts to understand it and really starts to, I guess, have an authentic experience. You start to realize like just how deep of a rabbit hole of a portal, all of this stuff is and just how much there is to learn. <laughs> and that's, I guess, why I'm hesitant to even like talk about it sometimes because um, I, I just, I'm just a beginner. I've just been doing it like two, you know, a couple of years. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's so much to learn. And I feel like that's a big part of it too, is just the humility of just seeing how small you really are, how much there really is going on that you don't see. Um, you know, still, there's a lot. <laughs> and then there's the physical benefit too, of just being able to get into that really relaxed state kind of on demand. Um, you know, it's, it's great. Like it's like, you can just drop into a really deep meditation pretty much instantaneously. And there, there's so many benefits to that, you know, beyond anything that um, there's so many health benefits, so many just discipline benefits um, and just the discipline too, because like um, astral travel, is something I only really got into or found out about or discovered within myself after meditating for several years and doing a lot of other stuff beforehand and just the discipline that it takes to actually practice every day to where you can kind of have that control over your mind where you basically tell it to shut up and do something else. And 
that's just a really powerful discipline in of itself. Even if you have no, no crazy experience ever, you never feel like you, you encounter any of the crazy stuff that people are talking about. Um, there's so much benefit in just doing something every day for 20 minutes for years, mm-hmm. you know, this, it changes your whole lifestyle. Um, there's a lot. I could keep going. <laughs> there's a lot of benefits. Please, I don't if, know. if you feel inspired to, to no, that's about, about it. There's tons. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's books written full of, you know, the benefits of meditation and all this stuff. Yeah. Now specifically to, to, you know, this, this, let's call it higher level of, of med- meditation. Um, I think the, the big point there that I want to recap is it's, it's our access point to, to exploring a, a more expansive reality, a more expansive experience of reality. And I really actually want to um, retouch on that, that point that you made it's not a means to dissociate from this physical reality. And I, I hope we get a chance to, to kind of uh, elaborate on that point. But um, I guess where I'm going with this is that it's not escaping or it shouldn't be approached as escaping. Actually, I can see that being a, a little bit of a, a dangerous route. But the way that I like to consider this is that we're, we're exploring a more expansive reality um that is that this reality is certainly um a part of and um i think that's actually kind of the direction i'm feeling called to bring this is i know that you would say that you can use this practice to benefit to to bring benefit to these lives that we're living and and ground that in these incarnations um, these roles that we're playing on this planet. So before we get lost in the the game and the play of traveling these different realms and dimensions, um, I do want to spend a little bit of time with how we can benefit in these lives with such a practice. Yeah, I feel like that's really um, a big part of it is like, how can you contribute to this this incarnation and this this physical reality because that's the big part of why we're here to grow and learn and evolve and help each other and move forward and keep this whole thing moving and keep keep evolving i think is really the key word there you know and, and keep helping other people to evolve themselves and really understanding that it's a really long process that lasts, that can span lifetimes uh, of evolving yourself. And if you don't get it right in this lifetime, that's okay. It's, there's another one. (laughs) And if you, but you can get it right in this lifetime. Like that seems to be the message of a lot of these uh, different esoteric philosophy books that I've been reading lately is not so much that everyone is perfect and everyone is equal and everything and everyone is just you know infinite being of perfection it's like no you do have to work like there is stuff you need to evolve and fix with it yourself and grow and change and move forward but if you don't get it right in this lifetime that's okay you have infinite more but you could get it right in this lifetime if you really apply yourself like that's been the message that i've been receiving the last couple years 
I think that a lot of people these days have gotten the wrong, have gotten a different set of downloads that I've been getting. I don't know, man. Like I, I get a lot of people or I was seeing a lot of people on social media um, and I was meeting a lot of people who kind of had this idea that spirituality equals I'm already perfect and I don't mm. ever have to work on myself ever again. Mm. No, no, like that, that's not it. <laughs> that is not the message I've been getting. It, but it's wow. it's more so like, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. That's the message I've been getting is don't be so hard on yourself. If you don't get it right this year or this month or today or this lifetime or next lifetime, cool. You have infinite more lifetimes. Cool. Very few people get it right in this lifetime. Like if you get it right in this lifetime and then that's it. And suddenly you are evolved and absorbed back into oneness with source because you have purified yourself to that level. Like fucking awesome. That is your destiny to do that. But if you don't, because you would rather uh, fuck prostitutes all day and smoke crack. Um, cool. You, we got another one for you. Like you got another lifetime right around the corner, <laughs> you know, and you could get, you could try that. And it's not that there's anything wrong with smoking crack all day. If that's the experience your soul has chosen. Cool. Awesome. But that is not the vibration of the archangels or the, the gods or the energies that control this world in a sense. Um, and that's not the energy of, of your higher self, but maybe your higher self decided this lifetime, I'm going to be a shitbag because why not? I can't, I'll get it right next, next time. And like, that's the, I don't know. That's the message I've been getting more so like forgiveness, acceptance, self-love, but also like this radical message of like no excuses. If Bro. you like, you can do it. Like if you wanted to achieve enlightenment in this lifetime, you totally can. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite doable. Uh, you can actually go way beyond enlightenment in this lifetime uh, and go to even higher states. But uh, if you would rather not, then cool. Like no big deal. I'll see you next time. See you next one. Uh, the ancient mysteries are not going anywhere. <laughs> seems to be the the um the gist of it mm -hmm. see this is one of the things that i love about your energy and it's the the drive to expand to evolve and i think you you well i know you bring up a really really important point and it's that that notion that we're divinely perfect and we are whole as we are. There is a truth to that and a power to bringing that into your conscious awareness and your being. But it can't just be that. And I don't think it's supposed be to boring. be just that. That'd be so boring. <laughs> We're missing out on a whole different side of the equation, which is we came here to evolve to ascend to experience and if we get too caught up in that direction there can be this this sense of stagnancy that that starts to emerge and so yeah. i always say it's about bringing both those things together feeling whole and complete within oneself in this now but that should not mean staying put 
because there's a there's a fulfilling and exciting experience in the drive to evolve and that's why i see in you so well well thanks man and i see the same in you and i see the same in a lot of people these days um and i'm not here to like talk shit on everyone and say like oh no one's got it like no i think a lot of people get it um i just say like i've seen a lot of people who don't seem to get it and and again it's not to say that like oh people are not perfect because i grew up in christianity and i I, that was the message of Christianity is like, you're born imperfect. You're born screwed up. And unless you do something through Jesus, then you will be perfect. But that's not, I guess what I'm saying more is that I think everyone is perfect, but because you're perfect, you can choose to be imperfect in a sense, if you want, but you could be perfect if you made that choice mm. um, in a sense, because you're so perfect, you can make mistakes. But there's nothing, there's no cosmic law saying, oh, you know, Paul has to make mistakes. Paul gets to decide if I'm going to make mistakes, <laughs> in, a, in a sense. And I can choose to be someone who just learns through love and fun and joy. And if something is, is painful, then I say, you know, maybe this isn't for me. And I go in, in, in pursuit of things that bring me happiness. And the more I do that, the better my life seems to get. And mm. uh, I don't know, that's been my message for people lately. Like, just focus on the things you really like. Everything else is just not worth your time. Like, it's just not worth your energy as much as you possibly can. Like, you know, it doesn't mean you don't have to do anything you don't ever like ever again. Like, I still clean the gutters on my house and stuff like that. Like, I don't really love cleaning gutters, but it's, it must be done you know, things of that variety, it doesn't mean like, oh, I never take out the garbage ever again. But it like, overall, you know, I do things I like, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I mean, um, we're going to bring it back to traveling. But uh, there's a there's a big point there. That's saying yes to something that isn't truly wanted, or is just kind of wanted is clogging up the space where uh, that could be used on that energy that time that focus can be spent on something that is more deeply wanted so we have to know what to say no to so that we can focus on on the things that we truly want to be saying yes to hell yeah man absolutely Love that point. All right, let's bring it back to, see, I don't like doing this. Uh, I feel like I am, I feel this need to, to force it back into a particular direction because I want to make sure that there's a comprehensive um, 101 here. It's okay. To astral travel. Yeah, but please. Next time around, we're going all over the place. Going all the way. That sounds um, good. So one big question I definitely want to hear you respond to is how specifically can you use this practice to benefit, to bring benefit to these incarnations, these physical lives? Well, I would say for one, um, find something that works for you. Cause there's many ways to get there. Like, um, astral travel is really kind of a different state of consciousness that you're trying to enter. So there's a lot of different ways to get there. Breath work, uh, Kundalini yoga, meditation, Tantra, like there's uh, dance, ma ceremonial magic. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can get into that state. So just find what works for you and do it every day. Do it a lot. 
just practice whatever that is, because that I think is what I'm talking about. Like if we're talking about how it's going to benefit you in this world, there's so many benefits to just having that discipline of doing something every day. It sends a signal to your brain. It sends a signal to um, the spirits or whoever is watching or whatever is going on in the, in the other dimensions to your higher self and all the different versions of it that you're ready and that you are here to accept the challenge of your life and step more on a hero's journey and find out more about yourself and things like that. And it's a fun, adventurous time, you know, and it's an exciting journey, but like, that's really the big thing about how it kind of shifts your whole life is that there's a lot more going on here than just you uh, meditating every day. There's some sort of a signal that gets sent to your higher self or to a deeper part of your own subconscious that is then manifest out into the world or something in some way doing something every day really shifts your life, whether it's a magical thing that happens or a psychological shift or whatever you want to call it. There's also just physiological benefits of doing something every single day. It rewires your brain a certain way and just doing something all the time. It, um, it cultivates discipline and it cultivates, um, just all these things we've been talking about, you know, you being a better person, you taking good care of yourself, uh, prioritizing your spiritual journey, understanding that your spiritual journey is more important than your physical journey. Cause you make time for it every day. Just these little things, like it shifts something inside of you. And then that shift impacts the re- everything else in your life. And, um, you know, and, and it's, and it's seen by not just people in your life, but by whatever, whatever spiritual forces are watching over us that we still have yet to completely comprehend (laughs) whoever else is out there, God or your higher self or the archangels or whoever, whatever you want to call it. Like that thing sees it, you know, sees you and says, okay, Brian's ready. He's been meditating every day for six months. He really gets it. Let's send him that big opportunity. He's always been waiting for because he's shown he's ready for that next level of life. You know what I mean? Like those sorts of things start to happen. And it's something that I can't, you can't uh, prove to anyone. You just have to see it for yourself. Like what happens when you kind of make that shift internally. Um, but it's certainly changed my life. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Um, and it's not just astral travel. Astral travel came as a result of that shift. If that makes sense. Like astral travel was not my entry into all this stuff by any means. <laughs> It, astral travel is something I learned about like several years into this sort of stuff. So um, if someone's listening to this and asking for like, like, okay, how do I get started? Like, what do I need to do? It's really like make that internal shift and do something every day that, you know, you know, you're supposed to be doing, whether that's martial arts practice or meditation or breath work or working on your podcast or writing your book or dancing every day like whatever that thing is that you're supposed to be doing, do it every day and, you know, get off social media, read more books. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Be nice to people. Call your mom, call your friend, call your friends and family. But like, for real, like these are the things that are important. Like don't like, it's time to start doing the things that we know we're supposed to be doing every day. Huh. No excuses. And that is seen 
by the spirits, by you, by your higher self. And they're like, okay, he gets it. He's trying. Let's hook him up. And then shit starts to happen. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> Life gets a lot better. <laughs> Magic. Magic starts to happen. But uh, but you gotta you gotta do the thing that you're supposed to do. I don't know how else to put it. Life gets a lot better because you make it better. Exactly. By doing like, the things that I love this man. Self-care, man. It's self-care, self-love. You have to love yourself enough to like do the things that you're supposed to do. Mm. And um, I don't know. And then if you encounter the astral, the astral plane on your way, cool. But if you, but again, just know that you are accessing it every night when you dream anyway, mm. whether you awake to that fact or not, <laughs> you're already, you're already enlightened. You just uh, maybe don't remember when you wake uh, up. I, I guess, guess that's what it's about, right? Yeah. yeah. Wanting to, to be more conscious of it. I think that's where a lot that's of a great way are. to put it. And that's why it works because you're already there. You're already mm-hmm. entering the astral plane every night. Mm-hmm. So am I, you just might not remember. So if you are astral traveling more, quote unquote, are you really learning a new skill or are you just remembering what is already happening all the time that you're just unaware of? I think it's that. I don't think it's that you're learning a new anything. You're just, you know, when you're daydreaming, you're astral traveling around the universe. It's mm-hmm. just not very intense because you haven't daydreamed hard enough for 20 years. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Like it's, but it's the same uh, modality in a sense. You you're know, just you're not as consciously aware of them. Exactly. But it's of the what's same thing. taking place. What's already taking place. Yeah. But it's the same thing that's happening. You're just becoming yeah. conscious of it in a sense. Uh, Eliphas Levy has a great book called Transcendental Magic or The Doctrine and Ritual of, of High Magic. It has a couple, couple of different names. Okay. But anyway, in that book, he said, uh, notes. Transcendental mag- Magic? Well, I, it's called The Doctrine and Ritual of High Magic by Eliphas Levy or, Transcend- or The Doctrine and Ritual of Transcendental Magic, depending on the translator, but it's by Eliphas Levy. But anyway, um, I'll send you the link. But anyway. Um, in that book, he was saying that um, the practitioner can say to the astral body, awake, and the sleeping, uh, the, and the waking body, sleep. And that's what happens. That, that's, that's really what the level that you get to where you can, and I haven't gotten to there just yet, but I can see it, if that makes sense. But where you can basically just say to yourself, okay, you know, I'm asleep now. You just fall asleep instantly, you know, mm-hmm. or that you just say to yourself, okay, I'm now astral traveling and you just, just do it instantly, you know, and as you're just in, immediately in that state, like I'm not there yet by any means, but that is the, the, you know, the later stages of develop of practice where you can just, I, you know, could just take a breath and boom, just leave my body all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, but um, maybe someday, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I would encourage anyone listening to practice. It's a lot of fun, a lot of benefits beyond you know, traveling the cosmos for sure. Yeah. A lot of practical benefits that can come from it. But I also want to make mention of the the other side of it, which is it is it is play. It is exploration. It is used the word adventure. And I, I love that word. So adventure. there's there's exactly. both the bringing the the meaningfulness, the purpose, letting this be driven by a purpose and the intention of of expanding, evolving, 
but then also, you know, it, it sounds like it can just be a fun, adventurous thing to do. Yeah. And, um, and it's something that should be approached with a lot of care and respect and, um, yeah, no, and no fear, but, but respect in a sense. Um, and a big part of it, I think is of that respect is not talking about it very much. Like that's been a big part of it for me. Like I waited, um, because I just realized as soon as I had an actual experience of it, um, how little, how much there was left to, to learn. Like I didn't Mm. even know what happened the first time that I, that, that had happened to me, if that makes sense. Like it just, just kind of left my body and felt like I was zooming off into the, into the cosmos. This is uh, doing it with intention, correct? Yeah. But again, I didn't know what I was doing necessarily. Like I was practicing uh, breathing techniques, you know, and it just kind of happened. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, and, uh, I don't know, just realizing like, oh, this is what they're talking about when they're talking about like astral projection or astral travel or something like that. And I realized like, you know, as I did it for a while, I was like, man, I could, could probably talk about this on my podcast or something. And I just thought about it. I was like, no, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about yet. Like, you know, like I'm still so much, still have a lot left to, uh, investigate before I felt like I could talk about it. I don't know. Don't you think you'll always feel like there's more to investigate before? I mean, I guess oh, it really sure. comes down to when you feel oh, like sure. it's time for you to share something. Oh, for sure. Um, I guess more suggesting that, um, you know, not that you wouldn't talk stay about humble. it. Obviously, obviously, I'm talking about it now. But yeah, stay humble. Like, don't pretend that you got all the fucking answers just because you have one out-of-body experience. You know, this is what I've said. This is what I've said. Because I've met met a lot of people these days where they have one out-of-body transcendental experience and they meet, they meet Zeus and Zeus gives them all the answers to the cosmos. You know, they meet the Archangel Michael or something. And Archangel Michael gives them, tells them that they should do X, Y, and Z. And suddenly, you know, suddenly uh, they're going around telling everyone that that's, that's the new mission. And that's great. It's fucking awesome. You should do that. I guess what I'm suggesting more is don't pretend like you're the only one who's ever talked to Archangel Michael and gotten special instructions because you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People have been talking to Archangel Michael for thousands and thousands of years um, or, you know, Zeus or whoever. Like, and anyone could get a secret mission from Zeus. He's just waiting there to give us all our own personal secret mission that makes sense <laughs> like i guess i don't know i'm humility is a good word and i don't want to discourage people um i just see a lot of bullshit these days man and i know that you probably do too there's a lot of folks out there who are um i think speaking from a place of virtue signaling and i was too for a long time do you know virtue what i mean when signaling. i say when no, i say I virtue signaling no, i don't kind of the idea of like um Okay, if I were to talk about my astral travel experience on Facebook, I might come at it from the the perspective of, oh, I'm posting that like in my mind, I might be thinking, oh, I'm posting this to help people. I'm posting this because I want to share my divine experience of what I had. And that that might be my conscious reason. But secretly, subconsciously, um, because I was a hurt little kid, the reason why I'm posting is because I want everyone to know I just had a crazy experience. I'm a spiritual dude. I'm cool. And that's what I realized a lot of time I was doing. And I think a lot of people do that and it's okay, but it doesn't mean that you have the secrets to the universe. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I think the message 
definitely that I just keep hearing is stay humble. Stay humble. That's the, that's what I'm trying to say, because it's not to say that you shouldn't talk about these things or shouldn't share them or shouldn't um, teach other people, but don't pretend like you've gained all the secrets to the universe. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think, um, <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> don't pretend doesn't. like you've suddenly got all the answers because you unlocked this secret little thing. See, I think the importance of this actually comes right back to the the practice and the intention here because it's in you mentioned it earlier it's in being or realizing how little we actually know yeah. that will drive you and and catalyze that that sense of um curiosity and and you know move you into into this growth so um no matter how far you've come no matter where you are i think there's something really important to be said about again humbleness and that i think is almost like it's so it's so core to if to to learning i one of the other things that's often brought uh brought up is we absorb information and 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 knowledge when we approach a topic with this sense of childlike naiveness almost, right? Uh, That's why children are such great learners is because they don't come into a topic thinking they already understand it. They're coming in with this sense of like, I'm trying to figure this out. So, I mean, there's something, the, the point that you're making here is important in just, you know, there's just so much that 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 says about a a character but yeah even in just again this this pursuit for for evolution i think it's important as well because the real message like the real truth that i've that i've found and a lot of people have found over using this practice and ones like it is that everyone has this link that you also have this link with source that everyone does that if someone's listening to this, you can become an enlightened ascended master, just like, you know, uh, any of the ones that you've read about or any of the legends you've heard, they're all true. You can become just like, you know, Merlin or Gandalf or these different crazy ascended characters you hear about that that you think are um, almost like fables, you know, uh, characters like Apollonius in Greece or, you know, Plato and Socrates, folks like that, like, or uh, Pythagoras, these different characters that existed throughout history who are kind of these monumental figures, or Alexander the Great, that you can become just like any of these folks. But the, the only differentiation between them and you is that they understood this idea that you are the creator of your reality that you are the emanator of everything, that these, this reality you experience emanates from you, that it's all, you're the, you're God of your own little universe in a sense, but everyone else has their own universe too. Everyone else is God too. And that's, that's where it gets tricky because <laughs> we're all, because you're God too. You might have a different idea of what you're trying to create that it might brush up against the Godness that I'm trying to exhibit if that makes sense and, but it's um, not on us to get yeah. caught and concerned with or caught up with what other people are 
doing or trying to do if we recognize ourselves as the yeah. one. And creator. if I'm more aware of what's going on and how it all works than you, that doesn't make me like better than you. Mm-hmm. It just means I'm maybe more interested in that particular topic in the same way that you might know a lot more about baseball. Whereas I might know a whole lot more about philosophy and you might get a baseball scholarship and I won't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's all relative. It's all, no one is better than another. We're just differently interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I think, think that's the message the... I'd like to close on. Cause I do have to run, <laughs> but um, okay, this has brother. been really great, man. Let's schedule another, another one soon. One or two is coming up folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think you, you did a good job of, of laying some groundwork for us, my man. I try, um, man. I try. You know, I think the best thing about this is this, and I know you were mentioning um, there's a part of you that considers if this is even something to, to talk about, being that you feel like you have so much more to learn. I think what is so powerful about a conversation like this is the way in which it can act as a catalyst and B, it can be the very thing that invokes in someone the interest to go out there and learn more. So I'm glad we did this, brother. Oh, me too. And just to be clear, I've been talking about it more these days. Um, but what I've been talking about is how much more there is to learn and how really what I've been trying to get and encourage more people to do is just to practice with this stuff because everyone can do it. And at the end of the day, none of us really have any clue how it works 100%. We're all still trying to figure out what this is really, what is really going on here. So practice and tell me what you figure out. Like, you know, like that in the comments below. (laughs) That's yeah. Post in the comments below what you find out in your lucid dreams tonight. Like, you know, for real, but like, that's, it's, it's not that anyone is better than another. And I think that that is where people get hung up these days. Um, There is no one who is like more of a ascended master than you. If they, you know, unless, unless their message is how you also can be an ascended master at their level, I guess is what I'm saying. (laughs) Like the only people worth listening to are the ones who are saying, Hey, you don't actually need me. You can do everything. But if you think you need me for a second, I'll help you see how you don't actually need me because you've got (laughs) this. (laughs) Like those are the only people worth listening to in my Mm. opinion. The ones that want to get you to a point where you realize you don't need to listen to them you don't need them yeah you got this you don't need all these people there's nothing wrong with wanting that support or guidance or if you feel inspired to to be open to it but know that you are the infinite and there's no nothing wrong with being the supporter or the teacher Mm -hmm. um but just make sure that if you're doing it it's because you're actually you actually really know what the hell you're talking about. You're not just doing this because you had a handful of mystical experiences and forgot to read all the hundreds of books that exist where people have been documenting such experiences for thousands of years. And then you start talking on Facebook about how you're the only person who's ever had these experiences. That, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, um, because I've been that person in a number of different topics where I've posted, you know, I'm talking about something as if I figured it out. Then I go read a couple of books and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know what this has been figured out thousands of years ago. (laughs) You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And it's just a matter of reading. It's a matter of study. And um, and it's not to say that you shouldn't talk about anything. 
It's not to say like, oh, you should let it get in the way of you doing a podcast like what you're doing. It's just like, it doesn't mean you shouldn't share your mind and share your opinion or share the things you're learning. But like you said, humility. I love that. That's the word of the day. And being mindful of where, where we're yeah. coming from and what our true intentions are. Yeah, humility. And just like, man, what am I actually doing? I'm still a student. I'm 29. You know, stay humble. Stay humble. There's so much more to go. We're just getting started. Oh, and... World isn't, world isn't going anywhere. Oh, that's another thing. Just to finish this out. See so many people... Please, these, give me, uh, give I really me your closing run. remarks. Closing remark, man. So many people these days, especially with everything that happened here in the US a handful of weeks ago, the, 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 the event we had that starts with the letter E, that I will not name because I don't want to invoke its energy. But um, the... Like, everything's going to be fine, people. Like there is no, I don't think there's any world apocalypse coming because of this coronavirus thing, personally. I don't think, you know, like I see a lot of people all year, especially the last couple of weeks, just talking like doom and gloom, you know, like, oh, it's coming to some apocalyptic event here or something. I don't think so. I really think we've got a lot of time. Like, I think that's the big, that's, that, that's the hard truth. Like that we have a lot of time, and a long way to go before this heaven on earth that we feel is going to be everyone's experience. But that doesn't mean it can't be the experience of you listening. And the tree of life and the tree of knowledge exist right next to each other and you choose which one you eat from. That invokes me a host of more questions that we aren't going to be able to get into today. Boom. It's a good thing that we're going to get you back on, Paul. Dude, I love you, man. Much love. Appreciate this. I love you too, man. Anything you want to leave us with in terms of links um, where we can catch you if we want um, to find out more? Well, you can go listen to the Beyond Homo Sapien podcast. And if you want to learn more about astral travel, you can go to beyondhomosapien.com forward slash astral dash travel and check it out. Thanks, brother. Because I wrote right, a blog man. post. We're gonna All right, much go. fun, dude. Thanks again. Sayonara. I'll see you, brother. Senders, that is going to be all for this adventure with Paul for now. I hope this was something that invoked a sense of curiosity in you. That's the effect that I wish for this to have. Not to get you to blindly believe something, but to open up your mind to possibility. And in this, in our willingness to stay open, in our sense of curiosity, we become inspired explore and perhaps that exploration may occur through the medium through the practice of astral traveling if this is something you're feeling inspired to look into more importantly to give a shot to see for yourself I encourage you and I think Paul would as well continue down this rabbit hole that we've ventured into. Senders, before you go here, 
putting out the invitation once again for those that are ready to hear it. The Ascend Academy is uniting and activating lightworkers. You have a purpose here. You have a gift waiting to be given. Our activation process will activate in you your higher purpose. If you're interested in getting started with this process, head on over to academy.togetherreason.com to begin your activation. Anyways, that's going to be all for this episode of Awaken Ascenders. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. And until next time, keep ascending. <laughs>